This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Mercury is absolutely in Gatorade. So I hope we're all staying safe in these streets and I hope we're all doing okay. I mean, I hope you're doing better than okay, more than okay. I hope you're doing great. I don't even want to say it out loud that I've been really good just because I don't want Mercury to hear me and be like, what'd you say, bitch? You know? So let's just keep it rolling. I'm so happy to be here with you. I have a hilarious, if I do say so myself, a hilarious, beautiful episode coming your way that genuinely feels like happy hour. I feel like it was happy hour minus the alcohol. And I seem to keep doing that. So I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to start making it a prereq. Okay. That if I'm recording with somebody after let's say 4 p.m i'm just gonna make it like i'm just gonna literally put it in the email that we both must have a little bubbly or something i actually don't love champagne if i'm being honest i don't know it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make my panties drop you know what i'm saying i like bellinis i feel like those have a little bit of champs don't they i don't really like bellinis i just like them because if i'm having one or 12 it means i'm at brunch and this bitch loves brunch you know, I love a day drinking moment because then I feel like I can trick my body to not be hungover the next day. I don't know how that works, but it does. Anyway, I went to DC this weekend, like I told you guys in the last episode, and it was so fucking fun. I'm in my weekend getaway era, okay? I just, I'm having a lot of fun bopping around, and I feel like I didn't do a lot of that this year, and now, now I'm in the fucking mood. So I love DC. I, if you're new here or you just didn't know, I went to college there. So I spent three years, three years of my life there. And I, I just moved there. Like I had never been and I ended up falling in love with the city. I think it's such a fun city to live in. It's so like aesthetic. It's so clean and pretty, so much to do, so much greenery, not too big, but like still big enough, amazing food, like just all around a great vibe, you know, like thank you Lord for putting me there because it happened in a very weird way that I ended up there because I never in my life considered going to DC, but you know what? That's how the cookie crumbled. So I went with my best friend Beanie and long story short, she had a, she had an event on sunday because she works for a sports team and she fucking kills it and they had a game on sunday so i was like you know what maybe i'll tag along because Kristen, who is another one of my favorite fucking humans in the world was going that weekend as well and you know i'm not gonna say there's like a man somebody of the male species that i was like I wouldn't mind seeing you this weekend. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to not say that. I don't know. So it just worked out and it was so fun. I feel like I was on a food, drinking, and male species tour this weekend. I had a blast. I cannot recommend DC enough. Also, can I just tell you guys something that I did that I've never done, which is I had an eight-hour brunch. 
Like, we got to the restaurant at 12.30 and we left at 8.30 p.m. Okay, we had fucking brunch. Over 12 pitchers of white white wine sangria. I don't know how many rounds of shots. And then dinner. Like, what? It was fucking incredible. Okay, last thing I will say about this is that I think I've mentioned this prior, but Kristen is somebody that I met through Instagram. I always tag her in my stories and you guys all know when it's her because she's so fucking funny. Like I can't even ex- like listen. I might have to it pains me to say this, but I think she's funnier than I am, like dead ass. And so I always post the shit that she says to me on my stories because she blesses me with her humor every day so i feel like it's only fair that i bless you guys with her humor she is oh my god she's not a content creator or anything like that she's just like a normal stunning queen like she actually she just started her own digital slash social media slash graphic design full service agency so like you know just saying if you have any social media needs she's so fucking good at what she does but anyway we met on ig we met in real life for the first time last year when i went to dc to see to see mr gray do you guys remember that shit i don't know if anybody that's listening knows what i'm talking about but that that was the last time that i was in dc and that was the last time that i saw her and also the first time that i saw her in real life and after we met we just like never stopped talking you know it just it was love at first sight and so i saw her this weekend i got to meet her husband who was just a precious angel and it's just like so cool to me how social media can make shit like this happen it just it blows my mind you know i love her so much like she will dead ass be at my wedding and we met in the dms like thank you instagram I I just I can't thank you enough so that was my weekend um let's get into this episode we have my beautiful friend Natalie who actually another fucking angel that Instagram has sent my way Natalie and I connected we got connected to a podcast together earlier this year we'd never met never spoken nothing we podcasted and it was quite literally love at first conversation we just i don't know you know you you know when you just vibe with somebody that's what happened and we just kept in touch and we actually got to meet in real life as well a little bit ago when i went to la and we spent the whole day together and she's just another bitch that i'm like thank you for coming into my life and it happened on instagram like fucking wild anyway so she's already been on the pod but our first round i mean there's no but it was an incredible conversation i will link it in the show notes it's more of a like i don't want to say deeper because we are you know we we always get deep but it's more of a we talk more about the journey that we've had with our bodies and confidence mainly i would say and i mean i love that episode i'm so proud of it and i'm so proud of the vulnerability that we shared in that episode but this time i wanted to talk about dating and i had no plan whatsoever but we always we text all the time about like you know the fucking crazy shit we see on hinge and about dating and men and whatever so i just wanted to see where we would take the conversation as two women who are in their late 20s who are both entrepreneurs who both live in big cities i live in miami she lives in la we're both single we're both dating we're on the apps you know so i was like let's just see where we go so i can't wait for you guys to listen i need you to tell me what you think and just like keep this conversation going with me in the dms or wherever you want i mean yeah dms because like where else are you gonna hit me up i guess you could email me if you wanted to but that feels a little professional we don't have to do that okay so let me know what hit take what you need as always enjoy this episode and i will see you guys next week hi hi 
Hi! Welcome back! Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be back. How are we doing? How how funny that this time we actually all have already met, you know? I know. Isn't that funny? We were like, I feel like we were like love at first pod. You know yeah. what I mean? Agreed. No, agreed. It was like we literally couldn't, like we couldn't get a word in, like either of us, because you would say something and I'd be like, oh my god, yes, and this, and this, and then you were like, yeah, and then this, like fastest hour of my life. Well, and then when we actually met... IRL, it was like, I don't even know how long we were at brunch. We, I met you for brunch at like 12 and we hung out until like 6 p.m. I was going to say, I think it was like 6 because like we both, but I think if we didn't have like dinner plans, we would have just kept going. Like we hung out until 6 because we both had plans that night. Like Right. Right. If we didn't, I, I think it. it's been like, okay, next place, like next <laughs> sleep <bar>? sleepover. <laughs> no, literally. So the first time you came on the pod, we had like such a deep, like real ass convo, which I loved. But something that I wanted to talk about more and something that we've been talking about more is dating because Natalie's dating in LA. I'm dating in Miami. We're both single. I'm 29. You're 28, aren't you? Yes. I'll be 28, 29, December, Sag, Sag Life. Sag Queen. And so we just kind of wanted to like, I don't know, get into it a little bit. I love talking about dating. I think it's so fun. So many things I want to get to, but we're just going to like see where we go with this. So the first thing, since we are both on Hinge, unfortunately, unfortunately, let's like break it down. Tell me shit that pisses you off that men do on Hinge and tell me things you actually like that they do. Because they do do some things right, very rarely, but like some, some things. I have been on and off Hinge for what feels like an eternity. I feel like I do this thing where it's like I go on it and I'm on there for like a while, like, you know, a month, two months. And then I'm like, I can't, I'm deleting it. I can't do this anymore. And then I end up going back. I kind of rotate between apps. Do you only use Hinge? I'm fucking waitlisted on Raya. So yeah. So you don't do Bumble either? No, I don't do Bumble. I don't, I feel like in Miami, Bumble and Hinge are, it's it's like, I feel like I'll see the same people and I don't want to be obligated to start the conversation. Not that I, it like, it's not that big of a deal to me. I'm not like, he has to talk to me first. Like, I don't care that much, but I just don't want to even think that that's a rule. You know what I mean? Right. I, so some of my friends love Bumble and have really good success on it. I have never... I've downloaded it many times and I've never liked it. There's something about it that I'm just like, I don't like this. And then also the, there's so many, I also, okay, put a pin in, put a pin here because I feel like the, the more I've been on the apps, the more I have watched them turn into like money making apps. Elaborate. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's a business. Yeah, they're businesses. It's obviously a business. They have to make money somehow. But like on Bumble, for example, years ago when it first came out, it was like you could just swipe. It was fun, all this stuff. Now it's like you swipe twice and it's like pay for more swipes now. It's like all this shit. And then on Hinge, I actually had a TikTok about this because you and I have been in a TikTok um, (laughs) – What is it? Not a bet. It's a challenge. It's a battle. I don't know. Um, Battle. Some days it's a battle. (laughs) This morning I was cracking. I was like, "Money, please!" I I thought that. 
but I have noticed that like they put, they, they know who you would like. And then they put those in the section that you would have to like pay for them or they don't put you in the, they don't put them in your regular feed. So that makes you stay on the app. Right. They're like trying to, they're, yeah. It's like, they're trying to exhaust you so that you're like, okay, fuck it. Fine. I will. Yeah, exactly. Or they're like, you have to give this person a rose, which I'm like over my dead body. Am I like, there are so many guys on my standout thing that are so hot and I'm like, Unhinged. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing it. I can't do this. You know what I mean? Yes, I absolutely. Say, I will also say for Raya, since you're you're saying your wait list, the same guys are on Raya. The same guys on Raya are on Hinge. It's all yeah. the same people. Yeah. I've, I feel I that. No matter I feel what. that in Miami as well. I kind of took a dating app break as well. And when I just got back on, which I did, I was like, Oh, hello again. Hello. Hello. Oh, you're still here. Oh, you're here. Like, you know, I recognize so many people and which is fine. I'm not saying that in a mean way, but this city is very small. Miami is very, very small. There's obviously guys that are new on there to me. A lot of people I feel like have moved here, but my biggest, biggest reason why I deleted it and I got off it. And this year I was like, okay, I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to like have fun and whatever. And I kept deleting it and deleting it over and over until now. This is the first time in like over a year that I've actually just let my profile be there without like constantly pausing it. And the reason I did that was because I was like, I was so mortified that people I knew could see me on there. Like I was so mortified that I kept seeing like guys that live in my building or guys that I maybe have matched with once before, or maybe guys that I know, like whatever. I was mortified at the fact that they would see me, they would be able to see me on the app. And I really had a moment with myself a few weeks ago and I was like, why are you being so crazy? Like, I mean, that's a regular question I ask myself, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, so, so let me get this straight. I can see them on here and be like, oh, there he is. But when they see me on there, it's like mortifying. Like, how does that make sense? How does that fucking make sense? Like, who cares? Right. No, we're all conditioned. I literally am going to talk about this with my therapist right when we're done here because we've been on this topic recently where it's like, when I think of it in the reverse, because I tell her all the time, like, I don't feel like that. If there's a really, if there's a guy I'm into, I don't think he's going to be into me. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because there's so many other options. And she's like, yeah, but what if like you're his exact type? You know what I mean? And it's like, we need to talk about this. Yes. Because I'm like, she's like, you know, if what are, you know, if you think about your own insecurities, they have insecurities too, but you don't think about, you don't look at them on the hinge and be like, oh, his eye is a little bit lazy or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And so why in the reverse? Why are we always, you know, putting ourselves down? Well, I think it's I think it's a very personal thing. Like we all do it for different reasons. Like I'm sure like see the fact that you're saying this to me that you do this to me is like appalling. Cuz I'm like like I think you're fucking beautiful. I think you have the one of the best personalities I've ever come across. Like I can list I could sit here and list a million fucking reasons. Like I think any man would be so lucky to have you in their presence. But of course, like I could say this to you, just how you could say this shit to me. And I would be like, yeah, no, you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it just is how it is. I think we're obviously always so hard on ourselves, but I think 
like I always talk about how hard I have been on myself. I I mean, we talked about this in, in our fucking episode. If you guys haven't heard that and you want to hear our like struggles with self-worth and our bodies and like how that's played a role in our life, like I swear that's one of my favorite episodes just because it's so nice to talk to somebody who has so many parallels and like gets it in so many ways. If you haven't been through it, you just don't get it. And so so I everybody knows that. Like if you listen to the podcast, you know that side of me, right? But it's a whole other layer when it comes to dating because it's like, you know, it's I think it's tied to like vulnerability things as well. And also I I feel like sometimes I sabotage shit on my own just because I'm like, no, like there's no way that like he would like you it's why oh my god it's just I know well and you know what it's so interesting too because again this has been something I've been talking with my therapist about so wait is there someone is there someone in like are we are we thinking about someone in particular that you're like no like or is this just an overwhelming feeling that keeps coming up for you it's an it's not a particular person it's just I've noticed this pattern where I go through the apps and I'm like, oh, this guy looks great. There's no way he's going to match me. Okay. I like him, but I'm like, there's no way he's going to match me. Like that's just my where my head immediately goes. And I don't know if it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy and like, you know, you are what you say and all this, but it was just a pattern that I was noticing. I, I recorded an episode today about journaling and about a bunch of different things, but one tool that I've been trying to implement more into my moments of self-doubt or insecurity or anxiety is asking myself, who said that? Yes. Where did I learn that? Where did I learn this? Is this something that is self-taught? Is this self-imposed? Or is this something that maybe somebody said to me once and I'm still hanging on to those words? Is this something, you know, just like even just understanding where a thought is coming from so that we can then work on it. Yes. Yes. And this is, that's a great question to ask. And what I was going to say, now I remember it, is I feel very like secure in myself. And I don't feel like with friends, like with women and like girlfriends, I'm like, I don't think that any of them are going to be like, oh, there's so many better friend options. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. With men. It's only with men where all of a sudden, all of my like worth and like, confidence from within and everything is just like out the window I'm like oh so what is what is what does your therapist say to this so she last week we were were talking about it and she was like uh, she did ask me that she was like where do you think this is coming from like let's talk about like your experiences with men um and with your like male family members like growing up like how did you kind of position yourself in regards to two men. And so it's interesting because she was saying, well, clearly you value yourself as an equal with women, but with men, you value yourself way less. And I was like, shit, <laughs> you're right. And you're like, what? you don't have to speak that loudly. Like you don't have to I yell. Know. I'm like, why'd you scream at me? Um, so what, so what can we do to workshop this? Well, I'm just, I'm just starting my journey with this, reflecting and asking and like very intentionally when I'm on the apps, if I see a guy that I'm like, Ooh, I'm kind of interested in him. Cause you know, they're few and far between. You're telling me, don't I know it? Yes. So when I see them and I'm like, Ooh, I would like to like 
go on a date with this dude or just like even talk to him feel him out and i have that initial thought of like oh he's not gonna like me back like you know what i mean i have to stop and think why why is there an actual reason why usually no actually 100 percent of the time no no it's such a real and valid thought to have i'm sure many people i mean maybe we'll be able to identify i certainly have those thoughts all the fucking time. I literally said it to somebody last night. I was showing her this guy and I was like, yeah, but I could never, I don't want to date somebody that hot. And it's like, why are you even, why are you even saying that? Like, what? it's like, like I get why I was saying that, but just even the narrative that I'm choosing to say is like, well, well okay, fuck. Well then, okay. Like what the fuck? Like I like him. I, I First of all, this person that I'm speaking about, I don't like him. I don't even know him, but I was just showing this guy to her. And I was like, I could never date somebody this hot, right? Yes. Yeah, and, I know. But let's say I did like him. Yeah. And I can think of a person who I actually met on Hinge last year. We went on a few dates. You know who I'm talking about. Nat has the whole roster. She knows the whole roster. Um, And not that there's a roster, but whatever. And I fucking – like one thing – you know, things – whatever, our lives got like busy or whatever. But I dead ass was like, I, I, I know that in my head, I was like, I don't feel pretty enough to date this guy. And I still feel that some, some ways. Like I still, we also, I think the biggest thing that we can do, like you said, is be introspective about it and workshop those feelings because they're not going to go away unless we like deal with them. But also I think a lot of it is like exposure. So it's doing the thing that you think like doing the opposite of what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like actually doing the thing. And the next time that you see somebody that you think is hot and that you like their profile and they don't look like a murderer, you can like them. And and that's it. And I think also it's like your brain probably needs more evidence of that those thoughts that you're narrating this with aren't true. You need to give yourself more evidence. And also like, you know what's crazy is that it's also so full of assumptions when we say shit like this because we're assuming that A, we're going to like everything else about them, B, that we're going to get along, that they're, that we're going to be compatible, that it's like we're assuming so many different things that we don't even know exist. I know. And I've had to really start catching myself on that because I will match with like one guy who I'm like, oh, there's potential here. And we'll talk for like 30 seconds and there's an immediate red flag. But I'm like, hmm, but mm, I'm going to try to make this work because, you know, like I feel like there's we feel like there's so little options that we'll just be like, we'll settle. Like, even though it doesn't feel like settling, it just feels like. I'm going to give it more of a chance, even though they're all like, you're, you're, you're like, you're entertaining something that, you know, you don't even want, but because you're like, well, until I find the next guy that looks seemingly normal, I'm just going to like entertain yeah. this. But I think it's so interesting how it's like flipped. So like, I think I don't want to generalize or be sexist, but I feel like more than not, women will settle because they're too scared they won't find something else and men think the opposite way where they're like I don't want to settle because there's so many girls like there's so many like I don't know what I'm going to find tomorrow like there's so many options and and I think I feel like we could both feel this way for sure but don't you think that that's like kind of like the mentality like I feel like or maybe just in general, I think our dating culture is like, there's so many options. We have so yeah. much accessibility to the options that it's like, 
why well why would I? Why would I when like I don't know who I could meet this weekend. I don't know who I could meet tomorrow. I could I don't know who I could see on this app. It's like yeah. fuck. Like something's got to give at some point. I read a study about this. I'll have to find if I can find it, I'll send it to you so you can link it. Okay. It was a study about the like current culture of dating and how this is the first time ever that the majority of people meet on the internet on an app crazy for the first time ever in human history this is you know so we're we're the guinea pigs for this basically but they were saying the fact that there are so many options is what's killing the whole thing because yeah you're just gonna keep swiping you're never going to actual you're gonna keep looking you're really not going to like if they gave you five and they all were pretty good like the standout page on Hinge, right? Let's say all of those five, you had access both ways. Like it wasn't even that you liked each other. It was just like they set you up basically like a blind date. You would probably mm-hmm. at least go on a date with all five, yeah. you know, at least have a good conversation with them. But the fact right. that we can just continuously X, 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 heart, heart, X, X, like for literal hours, it's, it, your brain like doesn't even, it's almost like a game at that point. Yeah. You know? I know. I know. And I think, I think we're navigating it right now, but I think that's why I'm so, I'm like one of the things that I love about being single having been single for so long, like, yeah, I've had, you know, flings and whatever the fuck, but like generally I've been really, I haven't been in love, dude. Like I've never been in love. I've never, I really don't feel like I've ever had a real relationship. Help me. (laughs) One of the things that I, that I love about that, I think I have a very clear idea of not only just like the things that I am looking for or the things that I maybe won't compromise on or the things that are just like non-negotiables. But I also feel, I also have had all this time to like really get to know myself and know how I want to feel. And so, yeah, there's a million and one options, but, and I will keep denying until I find something that really makes me feel special. And so, that's something that I really like. And so I think that no matter, regardless of the fact that we have all these fucking options, like I feel like I will know when something is worth giving it a shot. I feel the exact same way. I feel the exact same way. I feel like I've had this time and I think both of us have been very like, okay, let's get to know us. Let's journal. Let's you know, be introspective. Let's really figure out yeah. like, what are our values. So I feel the exact same way. Um, And I also feel like, you know, when I know somebody's worth continuing with, then I will know. But it's also such an interesting conundrum to be in, to be single. I think particularly as a woman, I don't know if men also get this, but as a woman, half the time, if I'm like, I'm single, it's like, get out there. Like, you know, like you should be dating everyone, go on a million dates, blah, blah, blah. And then the other, if you're like starting to date somebody, then it's like, you should really get to know yourself before. Love yourself (laughs) first. So it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to, do you want me to be with somebody or do you want me to be with myself? What am I supposed to do here? I hear you. Yeah, I know. I think like, 
I think at the end of the day, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing, which is fine. But I think, I think with dating, I was going to ask you, like, what's something that you no longer care about, like, about in dating or, like, something that you once, like, it was so, you were following a rule maybe or something that was, like, so important to you or maybe something, even just, like, a thought that you had about it. Like, I feel like I started to have fun in dating when I dead ass just stop taking it so seriously like when I was just like yeah cool you want to get a drink cool I'm gonna go have a good time and I'm I'm literally just gonna treat it as if I'm like going to hang out with a friend like it's I took off the pressure of like this huge it's like this it's it you know I don't know I think like I totally get what you're saying. I would take like so, I would I would take things so personally yes. Yeah, I would take things so personally and like as a like if if the date didn't go well or if maybe the guy didn't call me or something the next time or if it was just like a first date, I would take it as such like an attack on myself. At, like, oh, my body wasn't good enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't this enough. It was always about something physical. And so when I started to – again, see, that's why I fucking – I needed to be by myself. When I started to realize like – my worth is not tied to my body. My worth is standing alone. It's my worth is there regardless of my fucking body. When I stopped feeling worthy, depending on what my body fucking looked like, I was I was able to then lead with who I am, my, my personality, what I'm doing, how I make people feel, how fucking hilarious I am, all these things. Yeah. And so now when I go into dates, I'm like, you know what? Like it's a first date. I'm getting to know you. I'm not as worried about what you think about me. I'm, I'm more worried about what I think about you. And that's it. When did you get to that? Like- when did you like yesterday like last week I feel like that's where I'm headed I feel like I've been working towards that you know this whole this whole question of do you know don't think about do they like you think about do I like them and again I don't know if it's just like a a woman being a female or you know dating men I guess I should say if it's something like that I, I can sit here and say this to you, but it still fucks with me. Make no mistake. Like this still fucking fucks with me. The difference is I at least now know that this is also an option for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I think before I didn't even I wouldn't I didn't even know to think about it this way. I didn't even have this mindset. I didn't even have this perspective. Before it was solely that. And if nothing worked out, even if I didn't fucking like him, I was like, well, it still means that I'm a piece of shit. Like it's so stupid. So now I I have this mindset. I have this perspective. I'm able to look at things, you know, but I think it's, I mean, I think it's like a, a daily thing, honestly. And I think I only this year have, have started to, uh, approach things this way it's still fucking hard like it really is so hard and it is so hard you know people always say don't take things so personally it's like it's so much easier said than done especially when oh yeah up against this background of they literally only know me from four pictures and three writing prompts. well that's but that's even more so why you shouldn't take it that personally because they don't know you like they literally don't know you you know what i mean like i think it hurts me a lot more when somebody actually fully gets to know me and then fucks up. That shit hurts. That shit hurts. Or when they're But like, if you don't know me, yeah. The thing that I like, really can't stand with this culture is when they show so much interest and they're like, I was talking to this guy once and I really like I was like, this guy is great. Like I really like him. And he kept 
like setting up dates basically he'd be like let's do this like let you know he would be he traveled a lot so he was like out of town and then he's like when i come back in town like let's go do this blah 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 let's get a drink let's go get margaritas blah 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 and so i'm like cool like oh my god great amazing and then there was always an excuse there's always oh no i can't now i gotta do this other thing it was always a fucking excuse and i'm like why are you talking to me then okay i think men are so dumb but also I think a lot of them do this shit for validation. Like it's just like they just want to feel like they can and know that they can. That part. And that's that – Bro, why, some of these fucking guys – Okay, I'm going to be a hypocrite because I'll explain. But some of these guys will be on this app just to match with you and then will fucking sit in your – sit in your likes and not even start – initiate the conversation after they liked you. And in my, in my head, I'm just like I, I literally could not give less of a fuck – but why? Like, I just want to understand yeah. why. Because if I like someone on Hinge, like, and we match, like, I, I'm expecting a comfort. Like, what the fuck? What are we doing? Like, what are we actually doing? Right. But I'm saying that. And I was talking to a friend last night and I have like fucking four conversations in there with guys who are initiating conversations and I'm not responding because, bro, I'm, I'm just, yeah. sometimes you're just like, I don't want to do this, you know? And, okay, here's an example. I'm going to pull up my hinge right now because I feel like me too. I have I have a lot of those scenarios where like But also I'm I'm letting these sit and like I very well know like I know these guys that I'm letting this these like conversations so like I know they're not the loves of my life. You know what I mean? Like I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> but like okay, so for example, I match with this one guy. He and he this was a situation where he liked me. I matched with him. So again, I'm like, all right, he'll start the conversation. Because 90% of the time, and I, I say 90% and I wish I was exaggerating, and I don't think I am, that 90% of the time, if you match, they you, they just sit there. I just don't understand but this guy why. Says, like, what's the fucking point? Right. So here, so here we get a conversation. He says, hey there, winky face. I just say oh, hi. God. He says, how are you? Yeah, I'd rather die. I'm great. How are you? Then the next morning. Good morning. <gasps> no. See, that's an immediate no. I'm like, what are we? But, what? The, what? but okay, but let me just tell you, like, no, like, Hi. no, I no. I this conversation at Trader Joe's, sir. Do you want to say, ask me a question? Do you want literally anything? Did you hear my, like, I did a, I literally went off on last week's episode talking, or whenever this episode goes up, I did an episode about like dating and I went off about this because I was like, I don't have it in me to do one more. How was your day? You don't care about how my day was. And I don't give a fuck how your day was. Like use, use something on my profile to start a fucking conversation. Like I cannot do, hi, how are you? Like I literally, I'm, I'm unwell, Brian. How are you? Like, I can't do this. Like what? I can't. I really can't. I can't, and I can't chatathin, bradathin, and dadathin. I can't. Thankfully, a few a few of them have been like different. Yeah, you so know, like a good example. Okay, here's a good example. This guy, I liked him first. He matched with me. I don't say anything. He goes. He clearly goes to my profile because I have a thing where it says like my greatest strength or something, and mine says that I floss every single night regardless of regardless of how tired or hammered I am yeah I, I love that floss. so he the first thing he asks me he goes yeah but what kind of toothbrush are we working with 
love <laughs> I love that baby and he goes the Philips Sonic 4100 you mean the elite of the affordable electric toothbrush <laughs> like here we go then we're talking 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 you okay know? he sounds amazing boom done okay but but so that's just something that you note like the love of your life is not sliding into your hinge saying hi how are you like hey, and that's okay no I mean, listen, hi, how are you? You better be fucking hot and tall if you're doing that. And if you just go in with a hi and a wink, immediate no. Like, what do you want me to do unless, that? Unless you're Michael B. Jordan, you fucking can't do that shit. Well, then here's my, it's not a rule. It's not, a, I was going to say, here's my rule. It's not a rule. It's just like what I notice myself doing is like, if I get a hey, I will respond with a hey. <laughs> if you were, if you hit me with a, how are you? I'm going to say, good. How are you? If you yeah. hit some sort of clever thing, I'm going to hit you back with a clever fucking answer. I feel like but that's a very, very good rule to have. Like, I'm I'm telling you, few, fucking, few exceptions, there's few exceptions to, to that rule. Yes. And that just is what it is. Well, and also, if I'm ever going to start the conversation, I never just say, I think, okay. I yeah, I would, I would never – I will saying? never just be like, hi, how are you? E- ever. Did you see the TikTok? Of the- she might have taken it down because she got her ass handed to her. Oh, she my God. She has a lot of followers. I think I actually have it saved to my phone. I'll have to figure out what her name was. She's like a big TikTok person. And she was like, um, she's like, girlies, if he asks you how your day was, you're. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I like, know. What? I know. How's your like, day? I'm like the bar is in the Trader Joe's in hell is where the bar. No, is. <laughs> because what? If he asks how your day is, you're in. That is what we are like. We're like, oh wow, yes. No, we're day. not. Like, no, we're fucking not. Absolutely not. How did we get here? How did we get here? And the other thing that I will just say, and I think this is going to apply to a lot of your listeners because I feel like. People who listen to your podcast are like us. They're introspective. They are helpful. They have, you know, the amount of times that I get tripped up over a dude who like, and this is not to say, this is not like to, I don't want to disparage anything like this, but like, let's say he is, first of all, not cute. I'm not like super attracted to him. Um, he is less educated than I am. He's less traveled, which like, again, those are just values that I have. Like I want yes. to be with yes. somebody who, you know, has had similar experiences and stuff. And I'm over here getting tripped up. I'm like, I graduated like summa cum laude with the, with the I got a five-year degree in four like, I have all these things going for me, and I'm over here upset over a fucking skateboarder. Like, what? <laughs> well, that's sometimes we forget who the sometimes we forget who the fuck we are. And I feel we like get, you know, so we many get people, so many women. I look at them and I'm like, you're the most amazing person in the world. And we catch ourselves like sad over a fuck boy who has nothing going for him. We get digmatized and it happens to the best of us I think what matters is getting out of the dick sand and being like oh fuck I let myself slip a little bit that's not gonna happen again 
you know? Yeah. It's easier said yes. than done. But that's why you need to know who the fuck you are and remind yourself of it as often as you need to. Like dead ass. Because yeah. that shit happens to me. I think it would happen. It happened to me so much in my mid-20s. And it really would fuck with me. Like really, really, really bad. And it, it makes me sad. And it makes me sad to think that there's people out there who are in that position, you know, who don't, who are, who are lowering everything that they want and lowering their standards. Yeah. Well, and disrespecting themselves ultimately. Exactly. I was going to say you start lowering your own value and then you believe that that's your value. And that's what I think that is what I've really been working on recently and have been doing a lot better at is like what their actions actually have nothing to do with me. And it doesn't, because I used to, again, what's the reason? What is the reason? Like, and then you constantly are thinking, is it my body? Is it my humor? Is it, what is it about me that this dude, you know, this guy is not hanging around. And then we value ourselves lower. Yeah. And then we start accepting the lower treatment to the point where if somebody asks you, how's your how day? How your day is. You, you think, think it's great. Here we are. We've made it. Well, and also I think, you know, I don't know if some people just, not that they don't feel deserving of the love that they want and the treatment that they oh, want, I, but. That's me. Well, maybe it's like they don't feel deserving. I've definitely been there. Or it's like yeah, they I, they feel bad even admitting and acknowledging that that's what they fucking want. Yeah. Yeah. Or that it feels like I'm asking you know? too much. Like feeling, feeling like they are not allowed to be like, mm, no, I want more than that. Yeah. Yes. Or like if I, if I say, no, I want more, that more is not going to come. More doesn't exist. Right. Well, and that's why that's us. I can never say this word. English is my second language. Is it scarcity or scarcity? Because I can always get it fucked up. Scarcity? Yeah. Okay. That's a scarcity. It always sounds wrong. You know when a word just like sounds wrong to you? That's what I fucking feel. It's having a scarcity mindset where you feel like you got to grab onto whatever is is given to you or whatever comes your way because nothing more is going to is going to come around and if that's what you feel and that's what you think then that's your fucking reality yeah. like it, it truly is yeah and that's just i mean that's like gen that is like the rule of life honestly but i always use my best friend Corinne as an example whenever i talk to people about this i've always been i've always admired her so much for her view of herself in relation to dating men because she has all I mean since we were 15 has always been like I only accept like a the top tier of treatment and the minute you aren't like that like bye like I'll find another one and she always has she has always dated somebody who's like great and they treat her so well and they're so like her current boyfriend they've been together for like three years and i'm like this man is an angel on earth and it's because she would not accept anything less well she she like led first of all love and second of all she like 
led by example. And if you don't accept something and if you don't accept somebody's treatment, then it's like what she allows is what happens. And if she only allows the best of the best, then that's what's going to happen. And I think also people re- like forget that, yes, we're, we teach people what how to treat us. We teach people what we accept. We teach people what we tolerate. But we also teach them how to treat us based on how we treat ourselves and how we carry ourselves. Like people notice that shit, like sometimes unconsciously, but people notice that and they act and move accordingly too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, cause I asked her one time, I was like, how do you like stay in the mindset of like, yeah, there's always going to be another option. And she was like, I almost, she's like, it's almost like a delusional thing where I'm like, I am so much better than you. And it's not like she's saying that like a, like I'm better than you. No, like, no. But she's saying it in a way where it's like, where that I'm trying to get at, where if I match with a guy and he is not treating me well, it's like, listen, I have so much going for me. Like, I don't need you, sir. You need me more than I need you, you know, and not from a cocky standpoint. I want that from a, from a, a very grounded, like just confident place, a secure place in myself where I can be like, I know I deserve better than a, Hey, how are you every three days? If you feel bored, having a strong sense of self and, knowing the shit that you want in your life and the kind of person that you want to be committed to, that is not cocky. Like there's nothing about that that yeah. is cocky. And I think I think it's like a muscle as well. I think the more that you do it, the more that you'll it, it just it will just become like second nature. Like it's like you won't you wouldn't even, you know, I have friends that sometimes like like tell me something that happened with somebody they're dating and I'm like in my head, I'm like, I I would literally never sit through that. Like, I would never allow someone – and listen, it's easier said than done when you're not in the situation. I hear you. I understand that. I get it. I feel like I have to disclaim that because maybe one day I fucking – I don't know. I get it. But, like, I'm pretty fucking sure that I didn't spend 29 years on my lonesome to then sit and have some – fucking moron disrespect me like (laughs) yeah no I feel the same way and if if I think the thing again back to that like conundrum of being single is I think people like feel like bad almost like oh like you're still single and you know and I'm like nobody's ever asked am I happy single because I am like at what point did I say I desperately want a boyfriend like my whole thing is I am – I fucking love my life as it is right now. When the right person comes along, even if it's just like a one-date thing, if I can – even if it's just, you know, something very casual, I'll entertain it. Totally. If it's, if it's garbage, uh, I do not want to waste my time here. But we And couldn't... so we have no regrets of being single for fucking Oh, my ever. God. It's, I think it's been the best thing, to be honest with you. Like, I fucking – I wouldn't change it for anything. Have there been hard moments? Absolutely. But, like, I wouldn't change it for anything, for having the awareness and, like, mindset that I have now. And I think that 
it drives me nuts and I understand where this came from fucking centuries ago where it's like it's like it's like this like trophy it's like this ultimate it's like you reach to success once you enter a relationship and and then but it's never enough because then you enter you start dating somebody and it's like okay well then when you're getting engaged when you're getting married when you're having kids when you're having another kid it's never fucking enough and it's it's it's, it really signifies that the only way to feel full and happy is in a relationship. And I'm not saying you can't feel full and happy in a relationship, but I'm saying it's not the only way. And not everybody wants to be in a fucking committed relationship too. Like what a concept, like not everybody wants that and that's okay. And it's also assuming that once you enter a relationship, that's it. You're happy, full, fulfilled. Like it's assuming, it's assuming that all these relationships are happy and that they're, it's just like, it's such a... It's such an archaic mindset and it's so flawed. Well, you know, so Tracy Ellis Ross, she is like historically been pretty single and she doesn't have kids. And so this people always ask her this stuff in interviews. And she was like, if I want to be with a man, it's because he adds more to my life. But right now my life is pretty fucking great. So unless he's really amazing and he's adding something to my experience, why do I, I don't want that. Well, and that's the most powerful position to be in because you're, you know, you're good. You know, your life is full. So you're not, you're not accepting bare minimum shit. Cause you're like, I don't need this shit. Like what the fuck? Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel. Like if, if it's not fucking amazing, I literally don't want it. Yeah. And I do also think sometimes about, and Corinne, my, my friend, who's always, she's always been in like a committed relationship long-term. But sometimes she's like, I sometimes look at my single friends and I'm like, you guys have so much fucking freedom. Like you can just like go to movies and, you know, you don't have to see, oh, does my boyfriend want to see that? Can I just, you know, or, oh, we have a double date planned that night. I can't go to girls night, you know, things like that. And so I do think of that sometimes where do I want to sacrifice the amount of freedom I have to do whatever the fuck I want, whenever I want. Not saying that a man is ever going to tell, you know, tie me into anything where I would be like, no, you're not that kind of bitch. No, I'm still going to do whatever the fuck I want. But I know I totally, I totally get what you're saying. But I, I think that's one of those things where it's like, the grass is greener where we water it because we could sit here and talk about the amazing things about being single. And then we can sit here and talk about the amazing things that people probably yes. feel in nice, happy, healthy relationships. Yes. It's always going to be a give and take for both things. And my perspective is just, I'm enjoying the seasons that I'm currently in, you know, and enjoying all aspects of it. That's also why I'm like living my best fucking life. I'm like, listen, I'm going to be married and tied to some man or maybe two for the rest of my life. Like I'm enjoying this shit right now, you know? Yeah. No, I feel the same way. And I feel like, I feel like we're very lucky as women in our generation to, I think we're kind of the first group that really doesn't have that much pressure to like, settle down, get married, have a kid. Like, of course there is some pressure there, Yeah, but it's yeah. historically, it's been like, that is your role. This is what you do. Totally. And oh, you haven't, you're not married, but my grandparents had six kids by the time they were 32. Can you imagine? Six no. Kids by 32. I'm like, 
I have so much more life to live between now and 32. And like, I can't wait to have kids. I will, I, I know for a fact, I will be a, an amazing mom. I've always known that. And I can't wait for that experience, but not yet. And not because somebody <laughs> told me to. Absolutely. That's what it comes down to, right? It's like, no matter what position you're in right now, whoever is listening, it's not about like, I, I don't care what anyone's doing as long as they're fucking fulfilled. That's what it comes down to. Like if you want to – if you love being in a relationship and you – what like it, it's not about that. You know, it's not about your relationship status. It's just about how do you fucking feel? Are you fulfilled? And are you happy for the most part? Because obviously we're not happy every single day, all day. And if you are, what do you want? But like – Yeah. Okay. I want to wrap this up with – I want I want us to both challenge ourselves since we already have a TikTok challenge. Let's just do a dating one as well, because why not? Let's because we're 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 both we both have that same that thing that you're working on. I I definitely can work on that as well. So what is one thing that we can do and be a little brave on hinge? Or maybe not even on hinge, but just like even if it's in real life, like what is one thing we can do? It seems it seems like we need to have something because it's hard to quantify things that aren't like a physical action. But I genuinely believe like maybe before we open the app, we take a moment because I also think it's usually so mindless. We're just like on the couch. I'm halfway watching fucking some murder documentary and I'm just like wiping around, you know, (laughs) I think we take a moment and very intentionally be like, okay, let me remind myself of who the fuck I am. And what I bring to the table. And as I go through these dudes, remember that. And if any of them start treating you a way that you're like, oh, this kind of like makes me feel bad. Ruthless. Ruthless, Unmatch. Oh, that was my, yes. Okay. And I actually have therapy. So, um, and we're going to talk about this literally right now, but I will say my last thing that I was going to say at the beginning that I've been doing, and I think it's hacking hinge is any guy that comes up on my thing where I'm like, there's no way in hell that I would date this person. You know, they're like, they're so not aligned yeah. values yeah. or something. Or like every picture of them is like them at the gym with like whatever. You can, you can remove them. You go to the top and there's three dots and you click on it and it says remove so that your pool of people starts to become the people that you're more interested in. You're cracking in. the algorithm. If you see somebody that you know and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want them to see me, remove them because then you don't go on there. You're, you take yourself out. I wish I would have known that when I first opened this shit. That's amazing. What a great tip. Okay. Remove So them. remove ruthlessly okay, my- and remember who you are. Okay. Love it. Love you. Thank you for giving us your beautiful energy. I'll text you in like 20 minutes. Yes. And if I learn anything new from my therapist, I will. Okay. Have a good session. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.